Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of the show. This is the Brown Vegan Podcast. I'm Monique, and I enjoy interviewing guests about veganism, overall wellness, and vegan entrepreneurship. This is truly a lifestyle podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please take a moment and leave a review to help others find us. You can leave a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Also, come hang out with me on YouTube. I'm Brown Vegan over there for recipes and vegan tips. And as always, you can get the show notes and everything we mentioned in this episode at brownvegan.com. Desiree, we're back. Hey, Monique. It's, it's so been nice to be back. Yes. What? 2020 is what I noticed when I looked at the last episode. I was like, oh my gosh, was it 2020? It was right before the pandemic. Oh my goodness. It started. Wow. It was like March. So much has changed. Mm-hmm. You done had so a baby on us and everything. A whole baby. A whole <laughs> entire baby. Yes. When was he born? Was it 2021? In, in 2021. Yeah. He's two now. He's two oh, going on 32. Mm-hmm. Wow. Not 32. 32. I love when you show him looking out the window, checking out the neighborhood. You still Do you still do that? Because I know you used to when he was a little younger. Yes. He's security. I call him the neighborhood watch, neighborhood security, because he needs to know everything. Like if you're coming in, coming out, he needs to know what's going on. If you're doing something in your garage, he wants to know what you're doing. Okay. Like if you're in, in the yard, you know, picking some weeds or whatever, he needs to know. So, you know, if anything ever goes down in the neighborhood, we're we're going to him. Like, hey, did you see this? Did you did you witness anything? And he'll probably be able to tell you. So, yeah, he's definitely <laughs> neighborhood watch. Um he de- he's he loves looking out the windows. He's very curious about, you know, just what is going on in the outside world. Yeah, I bet he is because oh, wow. I just, it's just so strange. Not strange. That's not the right word. But it's so, so wild to see you as a mom. I know. When I, I think I started following you, what, in 2018? And Ooh. you were like traveling and just doing your thing, eating up all the food everywhere. And well, now we, you just. We were everywhere. You Me really and my were. Husband, like, it was a running joke, like at work and in my family, like, oh, where y'all going this weekend? Or what y'all doing this week? Like, what what flight y'all about to hop on? Like, it was a running joke. And a lot of times we had answers like, oh, well, actually, we're going to Hong Kong this week. <laughs> like, like, like it's going up to the corner store or something. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, I was finding flight deal after flight deal. Like, one year, yeah, we spent Thanksgiving in Hong Kong. And another year, we spent Christmas in um, in. What was it, Belize? Yeah, no, 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 that wasn't Belize. It was dang, uh, so Ecuador. We were, yeah. So like every time we turned around, it was always something. And like me and my husband, we still like more recently we've been talking about this. Like how in the devil were we able to afford this? Like <laughs> we were we were traveling on a budget for sure. And um, I'm really big on like finances and stuff. So it wasn't like we were just putting everything on a credit card. Like we had this money and I'm like, where did all the money go? <laughs> to to the new baby. Your, your money is to your baby now. <laughs> Man, oh my gosh. Like, and I guess, you know, with inflation, like everything is so expensive these days. And I don't know, just like life has changed so much. And then of course with COVID, like travel really slowed down. It became basically non-existent. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like, it's a different world. But you know, I've, 
I think that I, I hope that we'll talk about this a little bit more in depth. But yes, we we were definitely globetrotters here, there, and everywhere all the time. And that has certainly changed. But I'm hoping to get back to it. Yeah, we can talk about it now. So okay. where would you like to go? What are some of your dream locations, destinations? Okay. Yeah. So I I really want to... So th- actually, next week, we're headed to uh, Bermuda. Bermuda is one of my favorite places to vacation. Like it is expensive as hell, but it's so pretty. I mean, it's expensive just like any other island because everything has to be imported. But like the beach is so beautiful. And we stayed at this resort last time. Actually, what's cool about this trip is that this is where me and Daryl went for our baby moon. So right before we had my son, this is where we had our baby moon. So now we're taking our son with us this time. Um, So we're going to try to like, you know, recreate some pictures. We stayed at this really beautiful property. So I am really excited to like, I'm excited, but nervous to take him because like, if if y'all have kids out there, you know, that traveling with children is just like, Ooh, we, it, mm-hmm. it is, it's a different world. Especially um, when they're that young. Yeah. And it like, he's two. So he definitely has a mind of his own. Like he, he knows what he wants to do and when he wants to do it. And he's very independent. So he don't need no help. Uh-huh. He just like, <laughs> He is, he's really something these days. And I can so, tell his personality is just like, yeah, y'all need to fall in line. He has that is, personality. Yes, yeah, I can tell. I love that though. Yes, yes. And so like, you know, with this new age parenting movement that's going on, you know, we're trying not to stifle that that development, like we, because we want to raise a strong independent thinker and a strong independent person in general. So, you know, we're trying not to, you know, knock him down to size, you know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't I don't know how to explain it, but we're trying to just em- let him embrace who he is and parts of his personality and make him not feel like he has to, you know, change um, make himself yeah. small. Yes, absolutely. I love that. I love that. He we need that. We need more of that. So, yeah. I think that's so so important. So, as far as what are your plans on this airplane? What do you, how long is this flight? The Oh, the good thing about it is the flight is short. So the, the way that it's set up is um, we are flying out of Raleigh to New York. Generally, whenever you go to Bermuda, at least from here, you're going to be doing a connection either in Atlanta or New York, I think, maybe even sometimes DC. Um, but we are flying out of Raleigh straight to New York and then from New York to to Bermuda, but we have the layover in in New York is actually overnight. So it's just a few hours. Oh, so we'll just get a hotel room, but yeah, it'll be, it's a, you know, from the, from North Carolina to to New York, it's like an hour and change or whatever. So very short flight. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be honest. I'm a little like salty because I got used to not having to buy him plane tickets for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, He has, he's so far, he's been to Florida, Chicago, and New York, mm-hmm. I think, are the places that he's gone uh, via via plane so far. And um, as you can see, they're all pretty short flights, not very long. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, in the past, I've not had to buy him flights because he was younger than two. But the last time we took a flight with him, he was about to turn two. 
And he sat on our lap and oh my gosh, it was the worst because so wiggly, <laughs> he wants to get up and uh-huh. you know, walk around. Right. Yeah. yeah. And what was, I think the icing on the cake was that uh, there was a situation where we couldn't move from the tarmac. So everybody's on the plane and we're just sitting there like bumps on a log, like, okay, any moment now, any moment now. So I don't think we took off for like another hour. So mm. I was sitting there with my son on my lap, his big old self, like, <laughs> you know, he's a toddler. He's a big boy now. Like he's a lap, he was a lap child, but he really wasn't a lap child. I felt like we were really pushing it. And um, what made it so bad was that my husband wasn't even sitting beside us. He was sitting in the row ahead of us. Oh, wow. We didn't get seats beside each other. So, um, yeah, I'm beside a stranger. There's little to no leg room. I should have upgraded to comfort, but I'm I'm cheap, so I didn't. I thought I could tough it out, and um, it was a mistake. It was a mistake because we definitely needed all the leg room with his self. So yeah, I, I, I really don't have a lot of um, like activities for the plane ride because it's so short. Like we, we will probably pull out the iPad if we need to, you know, I have some, it's like a busy book that I carry around for him. Like for when we travel, if we have like a road trip or, you know, if we're going to be doing any sort of travel, I have a busy book that is just for traveling so that it, you know, it's, it feels new and fresh to him. So I know that he's not going to get bored with it too, too soon. So, um, so yeah, I think, I think that should do it. Cause the flight from New York to Bermuda is only an hour and change, like maybe oh, an, hour, wow. an hour and a half or something. That's great. Yeah. So he'll be fine. Yeah. 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 It's not a couple of snacks. Couple, like you said, the oh, busy yeah. iPad. Yeah. You guys oh, are yeah. good. And he is all about the snacks these days. I was literally <laughs> downstairs just talking to my husband and my child is eating us out of house and home already. Wow. I don't understand how well, he's busy though. He has to get he got to get this calories in because he's My busy. Lord. But still, like I I don't know about you, money, but I I really was under the impression that this would not start until like at least preteen years. Mm-hmm. But no, like he's requesting seconds and bread and like stuff all the time like <laughs> as soon as we pick him up from daycare snacks snacks milk milk and if you don't give it to him he's like snacks snacks like, <laughs> like, girl, you better give me my snacks what do you think this is you should have had those ready when i got in this car right. exactly exactly but like he still for i don't know why but like he still doesn't it doesn't click to him like, oh, well, before I get my snacks, they got to buckle me in and then I need to do my sanitizer thing and then I'll get my snacks. He wants snacks immediately. Immediately. And I'm like, well, you know, we got a routine now. You yes. Know? We need to talk about the food. Are you planning to raise some vegan? I am. Yeah. So what me and my husband decided on is, um, you know, I think both of us agree we want to give him the best possible head start in life, you know as a, in a whole. So, you know, me, me nor my husband were raised vegan, of course. Like I don't even think, I don't think I even knew a vegetarian until I got to college. So life without animal products 
was very much so foreign to both of us. Um, But, you know, when you know better, you do better. And so our goal is to raise him vegan. My husband is totally, even though he's not vegan, he was totally on board with us, you know, trying to, you know, raise him in this way. But we decided that, you know, when he gets to an age, I don't know what age that is, but when he gets to an age where we feel like he can make his own decisions, um, then we'll let him choose. So, you know, let's say the age is 12 and he's like, you know what, this is cool and all and like, I'll do this sometimes. But, you know, I really want to eat some chicken. Mm -hmm. I really want some fish then that's going to be his business because he's going to be his own person anyway. So yes. you know, I love this because yeah. you're giving him the foundation. So he'll exactly. always be able to come back to it. Yes, exactly. So at least he'll know, like, you know, I don't need meat with every single meal or, you know, there are certain things that I can do as a substitute or, you know, maybe, you know, he, he eats a coconut yogurt. Oh my God. Yogurt is his favorite thing in the world. Mm-hmm. So he eats coconut yogurt now. So hopefully, you know, if if he doesn't take it all with him when he gets older, hopefully some of it will stick. So, you know, all you can do is try and set the example. And I, you know, I had to, I was just telling somebody the other day, I had to learn that the hard way with my husband. Like when I went vegan, I really expected him to go vegan too. Cause I was like, bro, it just makes sense. Like we've been living life wrong this whole time. Like let's, let's get it right together. And he's like, mm, not so fast. Right. And I'm like, wait a minute. What do you mean? Like the evidence is in front of us. Like how, like there's, there's no objections. Like how can you continue on? And he's just like, yeah, nah, this, I don't think this is for me. So, but he's still very vegan friendly. I know you call him your picky ass husband. He is. But he's still open-minded about it. So that's all that matters. Like he is probably way better than he did six years ago. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I I won't even lie. That is the truth. Like the other, recently he brought home, I think, was it vegan sour cream? Oh, well he's brought home a few like vegan things that he, you know, was just curious to try. Cause I think he's realized that, you know, and I feel like we talked about this before, not all vegan substitutes are created equal. Let's be clear. Not everything is going to be hidden. <laughs> so, you know, just like with vegan cheese, all vegan cheese ain't really all that good. A lot of it has gotten so much better. But, you know, I think everybody has their brands that are like their go-tos, right? So mm-hmm. he he understands this now. So um, like recently he brought home some Daya blue cheese. Like he's a huge blue cheese fan. And I, um, oh my gosh, he's made so much progress. I'm just thinking about it now. Okay, so I had made these like buffalo tofu wraps a while back and he loved them. I think the smell of the buffalo sauce with the wrap and it had like lettuce and tomato in it with some cheese. And I think at the at the time, yeah, I had put ranch in it and he tore it down. <laughs> and I was shocked because my husband, like soy, he was getting soy for a long time. Like, oh my God, soy. And I'm like, bro, it's it's okay. But now I think his like soy aversion is 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 wrapped up. But anyway, he tore that wrap down and has had requested it since then. And so recently I made them and he knew I think, 
yeah, I plan out all the meals that I'm going to make like on my phone as best I can so I can create an adequate shopping list. So I'm not going to the store eight times in a week because I forgot something. So he saw that I was going to make the wraps that week. And so he was like, oh, bet I'm going to I'm going to buy some blue cheese because he feels like buffalo and blue cheese go together more than buffalo and ranch. Me too. So yeah. Ranch girl, like no, fine with me. Uh-huh. But I'm a ranch girl. I like the ranch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he saw the wraps and was like, you know what? I'm a I'm gonna see if I can find some vegan blue cheese. So he brought home the day of blue cheese and he actually really enjoyed it. His only critique was that it didn't have the like blue cheese chunks in it that he likes. Mm-hmm. It was just like, you know, straight, smooth dressing. Um, but I told him that. Who is it? Follow your heart. Follow your heart has one. Yes, yeah. and it's great. Yes, and he could have just Wait, mixed no, that they in. Have, oh yes, the chunks. Okay, I thought yeah. you were saying that they had like a dressing that had the chunks. I in. don't think so, but they their blue cheese. I remember they sent it to me because I was just yeah. like, oh okay. Did they send it to you too? Yes, girl. Yes, it was so good. I was oh like, God. okay, yes, and it it lasted for a long time too. It did. And I yes. remember the shelf life on that thing was good because I kept expecting it to go bad. Like you know, within a week, you know, some of these cheese you open it and that's it. You get two seconds of air and it is a wrap. So I was really surprised that it lasted for so long. But yeah, he he liked the blue cheese and you know we enjoyed that. And then uh, one day he was at Trader Joe's and I think he saw. I think it was a vegan sour cream that they had and he bought that, you know, and without me having to, you know, say it or anything like, so yeah, it was just, it, I was surprised. Like, I love it. Cause you just exposed him to good food. Cause one thing I know yeah. about you is that you are a foodie and you do not play about how good your food, like good food. You just don't play about yes, it. No. So I'm sure just like him seeing you and testing things out and just eating things, he knows that it's going to, you know, might as well incorporate some of it. Right. I think so. And yeah, like he definitely, I think he definitely still has his preferences. Like, don't get me wrong. Like when we travel, he, I think he would, he prefers to eat meat for some reason. i I don't try to understand it because it just, I know it's not going to make any sense to me. It just kind of is what it is. Because mm-hmm. I'll be like, ooh, Daryl, let's go here. And he's like, mm, I don't want to <laughs> eat that. I'm not going <laughs> to eat that. So, you know, I I still try. But, you know, every sometimes he'll shut it down. But a lot of times, especially at home, he's certainly more open to it. Like, for instance, I got the itch to make... Um, eggplant parmesan I hadn't made it in forever I don't know why but I just hadn't made it in a long time and he was so excited like we've been eating it for the past few nights and it was so good mm-hmm. so yeah it was a meal that the whole family could enjoy now my child on the other hand ooh, lord have mercy Monique we were doing so well I don't know oh he's picky now oh he's a picky ass toddler oh that's his <laughs> Jesus, that's what honestly turned that to a hashtag. And I've been thinking about it. I've been thinking about it, but I was like, you know, I'm not trying to put him out there like that. But he is. He really is. Lord have mercy. So we were doing so well when he started eating food. Like he was tearing down everything. Like I think the only thing he never really cared for in the beginning was avocado and applesauce, mm-hmm. which is weird to me. It's part of texture. Maybe it's a texture thing. 
Maybe, but but so it it I can't make sense of it because he loves yogurt, and so to me, applesauce and yogurt is like the same. Like it's 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 no, not it's different, not but it's similar. Me. No, <sighs> it's not the same. I get why he did. Yeah, I don't get it. I'm like, how can you not like applesauce? It's delicious. I still eat applesauce regularly. Child, give me some apple, some cold applesauce unsweetened applesauce with a little bit of cinnamon and some graham crackers i, I dip it and scoop it you go back to kindergarten real fast Ooh, huh yes i love it <laughs> i live for graham crackers and applesauce i seriously i love it it brings a smile to my face every time and i will tear it down every time mm-hmm. so yeah he he does those are the only two foods that he really didn't like in the beginning but anything else he was basically tearing it down like i would make um potato curry like any kind of curry or uh you know baked beans or you know just seasoned beans he loved and um broccoli he would tear down some broccoli now he's like mm, no Mm-hmm. Absolutely, he'll come not. around again. He'll come back. To yeah, me. I'm trying yeah. to. It's it's ooh, it's so difficult to be mm-hmm. patient because it's like nothing he does makes sense anymore. <laughs> 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 nothing he does makes sense, and so like my rational mind, I'm trying to understand like, well, why don't you like it now? Nothing has changed. I season it the same way. There is this. um season and blend. I'm forgetting the name of it, but my dad introduced us to it. And it is, it's like a black garlic seasoning blend that's actually supposed to be for steaks, but it tastes great on vegetables. Like it, oh, it's so good. And so I put the same seasoning on his broccoli. And these days he's just like, not interested, like won't even touch it. Mm. Well, I would just keep putting it on his plate though. That's what I did with my picky eater. Just keep putting it on there. He'll come around. Yep, yep, yep. And that's exactly what I've been doing. Like recently I've been on a kale salad kick mm-hmm. and um, I, I put some kale on his plate last night. I knew he wasn't going to eat it, but I was like, and I told him while I was putting it on his plate, I was like, Avery, I know you're not going to eat this, but just in case you get the itch, it's here. So I put a little piece of kale up there and, you know, I had, I had massaged some, some dressing into it, you know, so it had a little flavor and I put a little piece of avocado up there, even though I knew he probably won't go eat that either. But I put <laughs> it up there. And um, I'm like, you know, this is just for exposure. So hopefully one day you'll come back around. <laughs> but it is there. Case. Yep. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But who child, it was like <laughs> a light switch just went off in his head. And he was like, I don't want none of this stuff no more. Like, Well, it's his age, too, though, Desiree. Like, that yeah. age is really funny, you know? Ooh. So I get it. Like you said, coming into his personality and everything. So yes. it makes sense. Yes. Oh, let me ask you this. Why did you decide not to show his face? Yeah. As someone who is on social media, as an you're an influencer, you put I know I feel like you're a private person overall. Yeah. But you do share a lot of when it comes to food and travel and things like that. So when you was that a decision that you made when you first had him or did it kind of just as you as he got older you were just like I'm not putting him on social media as far as putting his face on no yeah so that was a decision that um me and my husband had agreed upon when he was first born being that you know my I can you can vegan page is so public and I've got now I think I'm 
I think I just hit 66K recently. So I've got a, a good one. Yes, little you're growing. We're growing. We're growing. So, but the thing is, like, you know, we live in a strange world and people can be really, really weird. So we, at the end of the day, me and my husband, we just want to protect him as much as possible because, you know, growing up in this day and age is just different. Like, it's not how it was when we were kids. Like, we didn't, when we were growing up, we didn't have to worry about our parents putting us on social media every five minutes, you know? Um, that it just wasn't a thing. You took pictures of your kids and you went to Walmart, you printed those pictures out or whatever, and you put them in an album. And, you know, that just kind of was what it was. But in this digital age, it feels like I, I don't want, being that my brand is a brand, yes, I want my family to be a part of it, but only to an extent. Like, I don't want to get to a place where brands are expecting me to Include your child. Include my child. And yes. Children. You know, what if it's a day where, you know, he don't want to be included, but I'm like, look, I got this deadline, so, bro, so you're going to have to get with it. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to feel that pressure of, you know, having to make him do a song and dance for me because my, somebody is paying me to, to, for, to include him. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's that aspect of it. And then the other, it's enlarged just because of safety. I am, like you said, I am a pretty private person. Like I still teeter on like, do I share enough? Because I want people to feel, you know, connected to me just as much as they do my food. But it's difficult because I like my privacy. My family enjoys their privacy. And I don't mean, I don't, I hope I'm not sounding like I'm some huge superstar or something. No, I get it. But, you know, social media influencers are becoming really popular, you know, just in, in real life. So I, and I think part of it is also people, when you're on social media, people feel like they know you. And I don't need anybody coming up to my son feeling like they know him. Like, say his name was Peter. Like, I don't need us to be at the grocery store and you walk up to my son like, hey, Peter. And he's like, who are you? Who are you? <laughs> but you know what? I've heard of other people saying that it happens to their children all the time when they're other influencers. They say, you know, I'm not even with my child and yeah. people come up and say hi. And they don't seem to care about it. But I, I'm just I like, like, wow, it. that is... Like that's wild. Yeah, because I don't you like you get a little too comfortable. Exactly, and I think, um, like for example, a a few well, maybe a few months ago at this point, but Tabitha Brown was in town uh, in Greensboro. She had done like this big event to celebrate, you know, her her final launch with Target, and um, it was a fantastic event. We got to meet her, so that was really cool. Um, but I had I saw her son Quest there, and of course, you know, everybody feels like Tab is their auntie, right? And so right. of course her family is your family too. But I was not going to say nothing to that child because mm-hmm. he is a child. Mm-hmm. And I know all of this is very strange to him. Like I, I think he, I'm sure he's of an age where he understands like, yeah, for some reason people really like my mom, but people can be really weird. And I, I don't want to make, I didn't want to make him feel uncomfortable. Like I'm a grown woman I'm right. sitting over here talking to you. Like, you know, I know you like, that's weird. And so I, I never want my son to feel that way. And, um, 
I'm not saying that Tabitha Brown is doing anything, you know, bad by introducing her family to the world. I think it's a beautiful thing because we need to see more Black families, you know, doing really positive things and living life and, you know, just being who they are. I think it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But I just, I think, I just have an overwhelming sense of protectiveness over my son and my family. And I just, I like to keep the peace. I know that's Um, right. And I don't want to do anything, you know, at this, at this stage to make him look back, you know, years later, like, Ma, why did you, why did you post this picture of me? Or why was I all over your, your page? Like, you know, I, I don't know. It's some of it. It all boils down to safety, but I just, I want to give him the best possible head start in life that I possibly can. I don't want him to have to worry about every moment or everything that he did at, you know, while he was a child being on the internet, because we all know once something is on the internet, it's there, it's there to stay. Yes, it is. Deleted it. Somebody maybe screenshotted it and they go, you know, it might come out later. So it's a very, very strange place. But yeah, I just, it's all about, you know, protecting his safety. And, you know, when he's older, um, like, you know, if he's, when he gets older and he says, you know, mom, I'm okay with you putting me on your social media. Like, that's fine with me. Like, I, I'm okay with that. If he, if he gives me his consent, then that's a different thing. But, you know, he's two, so... Yeah, I love that because I mean that's that's real. I mean, let him have a chance to make that decision for himself. Right, exactly. So, yeah, that's great. I was actually really surprised when you said that you went back to work after having him because really? this whole time, tell me why I thought you were a full time influencer because you were so uh, damn consistent. Really, you you, think so? you be in each treats. I mean, you are active on stories. You still blog. You still, of course, have your YouTube channel. And you, I feel like you're putting out videos at least twice a week on Instagram. So I was shocked when you said you went back to work. So you have to tell us. I you have did to tell yeah. me specifically. How the hell are you juggling all this? After I, um, after I had my son, I I stayed out of work for like three months. Um, and honestly, really and truly, I loved it. And if I didn't have to go back to work, I wouldn't have because it just it. it it was so great to just be at home with him and, you know, smelling him all day, you know, that he's got that new baby smell. So I'm just in his face all day and yeah, I'm changing poopy diapers and stuff and I'm recovering like, oh my gosh, my, my delivery was nothing that I expected. Let's just put that out there. I had the most textbook pregnancy, um, no hypertension, no high blood pressure, like nothing. I had nothing. I was you know, active during my pregnancy, but my son, he just acted like toward the end, he didn't want to come out. He, he was like, you know what, y'all I'm good. Like, I know y'all thought y'all had this due date for me, but I'm just going to hang out in here for a little while longer until y'all kick me out. He did not want to come out. So I actually had to be induced and that was a whole thing in itself, which led to me actually having to have a C-section and that, and I talked about this on my YouTube channel some, um, because I just felt like it, it seemed like nobody was talking about, you know, just giving birth. Like it's a wild experience. And also it can be dangerous, unfortunately, especially for black women. Um, so, you know, I, 
I tried to be as positive as I could, but honestly, really and truly, it was pretty scary because everything happened so quickly. So anyway, I ended up having a C-section. So I healed from that within like a month. I didn't go downstairs in my house for a whole month after having my kid. Mm. I stayed upstairs the whole time because I'm just trying to heal and like get myself together. And so, you know, that was difficult for my family because we definitely didn't anticipate that happening. Because like I said, I had a really normal pregnancy. Nothing was going on with me that was unusual. Like everything was in order. So for me to have had a C-section, it was just like completely out of left field. And so I didn't, I don't think I knew anybody at the time who had had a C-section too. Or actually I did know one person, but they're like 10 years younger than me. And so I was like, her body a little bit different than mine. So, so her healing journey might be a little different than my healing journey. Uh, Cause mine, child, that, that mess about took me out. That mess about took me out. So it was, it was, it was a, definitely a time. But yeah, after I had him, I stayed out for three months and I just, I loved it. I loved being at home with him. I did not want to go back to work. But yeah. you know, these bills got to get paid. So, so I, I took myself on back to work. But for me, going back to work at that time was just working from home. So it was like, okay, now I got to start opening my laptop again and, you know, cranking out some deliverables and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's it's all just been a balancing act and challenging for sure. But, you know, I think one of the things that I do well is, well... I think I could still use some work in it because these days I've been feeling a little bit lost if I'm being honest, but um, I like to plan. I like to plan. So I would have the objective, okay, so today I'm going to get two videos done and you know I'm going to send it to the editor so that she can edit it. And then Oh, I'm- see, Desiree, I didn't know you were outsourcing. That's awesome. I'm lo- I'd love to hear that. Oh, child, I would not have a YouTube channel if I wasn't outsourcing. I love you. I, I love am it. so... Like I can edit videos, but, but I it's very time consuming. It is very time consuming. It really is. And the the lady that I have do mine, I swear she can do this stuff in her sleep. She sends the stuff back so quickly. And I'm like, girl, how did you do that? This would have taken mm-hmm. me five years to do. Like she just boom, 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 boom. She she handles it. And so yeah, I would not have a YouTube channel if I were depending on me to edit this stuff. Like she can cut through all my nonsense. Like <laughs> Those, I love it. Yeah. Especially on those videos where I'm just rambling. I have a tendency to do that sometimes. And mm-hmm. she's like, we just going to get straight to the point. Straight yeah. To the point. Make this concise. Like, <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, oh, thank you, girl. Because if I had to edit this, editing food videos, like recipe videos is one thing. Like I can get to the point on that. But me talking, oof. Gosh, like I can go. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I want to know what your workflow looks like. Okay. So you have your nine to five, you have your corporate job, you're a mom, you're a wife. What is your routine? Are you spending a lot of your weekends coming up with your ideas and executing on those? Or are you spreading it out? I I need to know because the thing is, you're all over. You're YouTube, blogging, Instagram. And now you're probably going to be on threads. So <laughs> you're, just, you're just all Jesus. over. So yeah, what does that look like for you? Yeah, so I do a lot of my like ideas and like 
note taking and yeah, just trying to come up with the foundation for content or planning, I guess you could say. I do a lot of that in the evening. So like while me and my husband are watching mindless TV shows or whatever, like I'm over here researching, you know, what kind of recipes I want to do or, you know, what I think is might be interesting for my for my bloggers or for my for my audience to see. Um, and then I just execute. So yeah, I like to do some stuff on the weekend. Um, you know, just when I have time, whenever I can get in the time, that is when I just kind of get it done. And I, I'm a person that's about that action. So if I see a window, I'm like, okay, I'm taking it. Let's do this. Let's go ahead and knock it out. So yeah, these, the thing with the videos though, man, they take a while. Oh my (laughs) gosh. Like, especially because my setup is very, very basic. It's yeah, I saw you showed it to us as your subscriber the other oh day. God. And thank you so much for being a subscriber. Really. I don't know. I might uh, see you got to tell me what, what what can I expect, though? Because the thing is, this is why I'm not really sure I'm going to stay one. Not because it has nothing to do with you. It's yeah. because I'm not trying to be on Instagram that much. And I, I feel, feel like you. if I pay for it, I need to be on it. Right. I feel so you. But I love how you showed us behind the scenes because the quality of your videos makes me <laughs> think you have this huge production going on. And it is yeah. very very straightforward it's very simple yeah so um what what look what can i what can you do to draw me back in because i'm trying not to be on instagram (laughs) not because i don't like instagram but it's just a time suck i really want to focus on everything is a time suck it tell me about it monique Mm -hmm. trust me i feel you and honestly really and truly i don't know if i want to maintain the subscription thing i think this was like you know how Instagram will just ask you like a million hey, times to do exactly, it. Exactly. Yes. And so yes. I was like, man, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess I'll do it. So, and you know, and the, the wave had already passed where like everybody was creating subscriptions already. So I didn't even think that it, like people still cared about it. Um, but yeah, honestly, I don't know if I want to maintain it to be completely honest. So, because you're so private as Ray. <laughs> well, why? And then it's like, I don't feel it, it. Ooh, and I'm probably shooting myself in the foot by saying this, but I'm uh-uh. like, does anybody really even care to see this stuff? Like, no, I did. I was that actually okay. As someone who is really, really struggling to get back into creating videos, yeah, I, it was very nice to see the behind the scenes of your setup because I was just like, okay, Monique, you already have everything you need to make this shit happen. Like, why haven't yeah. you done it yet? So yeah. it was very helpful for me, but I also probably realized that a lot of your followers are not content creators, so I. I don't right. know if that would be beneficial, but I will say this. I feel like if you do it and just show us behind the scenes, it's worth my time. I don't know who, no. you, who the audience is for subscribers, but it's worth my time. I just have to say that. It's just that I don't want to really be on Instagram. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here. And I appreciate it, you know, while while you're still a subscriber. But if you cancel, I completely understand. <laughs> Trust me. But yeah, it just, and then it's like, okay, so how much do I need to post to make this worth people's time? Like, I I don't know, because I don't post a lot of, you know, regular content. I don't post every day. I'm not that person. I have been posting recently because I got this ebook out. Hey, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, so that has made me post because, you know, we're we're dealing with a very short time frame that it's going to be available. So I've had to 
be a little more active than usual but yeah like generally I post like maybe two videos a week or something and I've kind of chilled on stories because I just haven't felt like doing it but yeah like I don't I don't know I honestly Monique I need to go back to the drawing board on this whole subscription thing because I I don't know what you're going to share. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And I, I'm not sure like, you know, what is even of interest to people? Because when I ask, I don't get a whole lot of feedback on it. So mm. I don't even know that my subscribers know what they want. Yeah. So, but I'm just, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying not to like think too, too far into it because I don't have it all figured out. I am just riding the wave. So I I don't know. I don't know. I love how you're saying that you don't have it figured out because if someone is just following you, it looks like everything is flowing and that you know. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and I'm just so I'm just so happy for you. Like I've always thought you have quality content, but I feel like over the last, I would say, six or seven months that it's just really yeah. elevated. Well, so I love to you. yeah, I love that for you. Thank Are you working with brands? I'm sorry, I didn't give you a chance to talk. You about to say something? No, I was I was just saying thank you. But yes, yeah, so I am working with brands and not, I think there's one partnership I have with Orgain right now and that's something I do quarterly. So I, I just did a post for them for Q2. So another one should be coming up soon. So, um, so yeah, it's only four posts a year. And then I had a content creation partnership with a company called Mirancho. Um, they do like tortillas and salsas and tortilla chips and all kind of things. Um, so I was creating a lot of content for them that wasn't being posted on my personal social media channels. It was just like creating content for them to share. Yeah. Some of it was posted on my personal pages, but um, a lot of it was only for them to put out. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but honestly, Monique, things have slowed down quite Same a bit. Same for me. Same for me. Same for me. Like this summer, I really thought, and I'm like, maybe it's me. I don't know what's going on. No, it's slowed down. Well, you're actually more consistent, way more consistent than I am, but it slowed down for me last year and, and it just <laughs> stayed that way. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what? I'm going to be completely honest. I think so, you know, in 2020, the pandemic hit and then there was also like a huge black lives matter movements and you know listen to black voices there was this whole thing and that's when my instagram exploded um you know people a lot of people were promoting black creators and really pushing black creators to the forefront and i benefited from that tremendously so it was very unfortunate circumstances, but it was really helpful for a lot of creators because it gave us some visibility that we didn't have before. Mm-hmm. And so in terms of, you know, gaining um, larger audiences, in turn, that meant that we were uh, getting more opportunities from brands that may have overlooked us in the past because now people needed they needed black creators to show that, you know, they were inclusive or you know, that they were with it. You know what I'm saying? Um, they were part of the movement or whatever. So um, in 2020, I got, I, I had brand deals coming out of my ears. Mm-hmm. My God, I had so much stuff going on. It was like, it got to a point where I felt like I had too much sponsored content, to be honest. 
but I wasn't going to turn it down, though. <laughs> but, you know, for my feed, it was just like, oh, my gosh, is my audience going to hate me because all this stuff is sponsored? Mm-hmm. But it was still, you know, good stuff. But, you know, I just I wondered that was a thought that I had like, oh, my God, am I doing the most right now? But I need these checks. Right. So um, so I went with it. But anyway, I feel like, you know, since then, 2020 was just a an anomaly year just for a lot of reasons, right? Yeah. Um, but especially for my, for my brand, I saw a huge uh, growth in traffic. Um, and then after that, it just kind of, you know, mellow back out and, or it just kind of fizzled out a little bit. And in turn, the brand deals fizzled out a little bit more. Like they were still there. I was still getting stuff, but as of lately, I'm, I'm a, be, I'm going to be completely honest. I was just thinking about it uh, yesterday. I was like, why haven't I been invited to do like any summer campaigns? Mm-hmm. This is weird. Yeah, it is. So what are your streams of income then? It's, I know that, of course, you have your full-time job, which I'm sure that's of course, the bulk of your money. Yes. But when it comes to being an influencer at this moment, what are the streams that you have? Yeah, so right now, uh, one of my most consistent streams is through ad revenue on my blog. So, you know, I get asked a lot of, a lot of times, like, you know, how can, how can I support your work? How can I support your work? All you got to do is just go hang out on my blog, please. Mm -hmm. And thank you. Uh, Get some recipes, share it with your friends, because every time people go to my blog, they see ads and as annoying as they can be, sometimes I, I get it. I know, trust me, if they were, if I wasn't, getting a decent amount of money from it, then I would take them down altogether. But I'm able to get a good amount of consistent income just from ad revenue on my blog alone every month. So I'm super grateful for that. Are you with an agent? Are you with a network or is it from AdSense? Yeah, I'm with Mediavine. So 2020 really paid off for me because I was able to get into Mediavine. Nice. wasn't something that I had been able to do prior to then. So yeah, Mediavine has been like a godsend. And so I've really been trying to, you know, figure out how to focus on, um, on, you know, just increasing the traffic to my blog. So I'm doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes, like really working on my SEO so that people can find me via search engines and stuff like that. So whew, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it is a lot. Oh gosh. Like, <laughs> So, so you got the ad traffic from yeah. your site, and what what else do you have? Yeah. So the occasional sponsorships, the occasional sponsorship. What else do I do? Is that it? Your book, your ebook now? Oh yeah, yeah. So now I have the ebook. So currently, and this this probably will by the time this airs, the ebook bundle will probably be over. But right now, I have partnered with a bunch of different creators to offer a plant-based bundle. So you're getting almost $4,000 worth of content for just $50. So this deal is over on July the 10th, which is this upcoming Monday. And this episode will definitely be way after that. (laughs) Yeah, I figured. So, So hopefully... I'll probably start selling the ebook by itself on my blog eventually. Good. I was going to say that. Yeah. I will definitely link to that yes, so that people yeah. can purchase for sure. Yeah. So, okay. Cause I know you wanted to do this for so long. So I I know this was a motivator to get it done because you were part of the bundle. Yeah. What can people expect? 
And yes. So one of the things that I noticed was with my recipes, the ones that do the best are really my soul food recipes, like my Southern recipes. So I'm talking, you know, collard greens and cornbread and vegan ribs and um, what else is in that book? Of course, you got you got to have your mac and cheese. I put a watermelon lemonade in that ebook chicken fried cauliflower, chicken fried tofu. So any everything that you need to have you a nice little Southern dinner. So it's got all the good stuff in there. Biscuits. Ooh, the biscuits are so good. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Monique, have you ever had a Bojangles biscuit before? Yes. Weren't, aren't they good? Yes, they're the only ones that are good. Because I yes. remember Popeye, people be saying Popeye's and... Mm, yeah. and, and KFC. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. You are so Southern saying Bojangles. I haven't seen, I haven't even seen a Bojangles probably in, man, 20 years. <laughs> oh, gosh, man, we live and die with Bojangles over here uh, in North Carolina, but it is, it. so I, that's one of the things that I missed after going vegan is because, of course, they use buttermilk and butter and all the things in their biscuits. And so I haven't been able to enjoy one in a long time. And so I made so I made a recipe for it. And y- I, y'all, I'm not lying when I tell you these biscuits taste like they came from Bojangles. And I've had picky ass family members and husband approve. Like it, it's crazy. These biscuits are dangerous. That's how good <laughs> they are. I'm I'm not lying. I'm not lying. Like these biscuits, my gosh, they are just so good. So I have regular biscuits in there. And then I also have like a dessert blueberry biscuit and it has like a, a little icing drizzle over top. It is delicious. So yeah, it's just my ebook is all of my Southern favorites. So yeah, right now it's selling in the bundle, but like I said, I'll probably put it on my blog so that it'll be available to people, you know, that just want to have it by itself, just so you can have everything all in one place. Very convenient. I made like a nice little intro so you can learn more about me and the inspiration for um, the recipe collection. So just a little something that I'm putting out there because y'all, I... Honestly, Monique, I have been asked so many times, when are you going to come out with a cookbook? When are you going to come out? And so I'm like, okay, let me just test the waters with this recipe ebook and see how this goes. Um, so yeah. I, Congratulations I on getting that done. Thank you. Yes. And I mean, the, the timing of it is so perfect because last time we talked, I was saying, oh, I'm going to come out with an ebook. I'm going to come out with an ebook. And I never did. Yeah. And it just so happens that I just launched my first one and here we are talking again. So I'm just glad that I got it done before yes. we talked again. So Yes, that's good. So good. Uh, my last question to you, Desiree, is what are you looking forward to? I know that you got some travel coming up, and yes. that, but just in any aspect of your life, any part of your life, what are you looking forward to? What am I looking forward to? I guess just peace of mind. I think I think that's the biggest thing for me. Um, eventually, in a few years, me and my family, we are looking to move abroad. 
Oh, wow. That's something that's like been in the back of our heads for a while. I don't exactly know, you know, how or when we're going to do it. Um, But right now we're really considering Portugal. Portugal and Costa Rica are the two places that we're really considering. Um, More so Portugal, but, you know, we'll keep Costa Rica in our back pocket. I've never been. My husband has, and he thinks that it would be someplace nice to live. Um, So I'm looking forward to visiting Portugal for the first time in 2024 just so that we can like kind of get a feel for it and, you know, see if it's someplace that we would want to live. We are looking at Portugal because they have a really large ex black expat community. So I feel like, you know, we won't be alone. Um, so we can, you know, work to create our own community there with some, some expats that are already in the area. So, yeah, I just, I want to, I want to live a life where I feel free and I feel safe. And that's been hard to do lately, to be honest. Like I've started going to therapy recently. Oh, um, good. Maybe for like the past, maybe like the past year, maybe something like that. And I, cause I noticed I was getting anxious about things that were out of my control and I'm just like, ooh, I gotta find some way to like to 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 channel this. So so yeah, I just I look forward to that. I look like even though I'm scared and moving abroad makes me really nervous, like just the thought of it is like, oh shit. Yeah, um, you can do it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it, it can be that's done. awesome. Yeah, like it moving away from my family, what? Mm-hmm. what like and it doesn't have to be permanent it can just be a, a season of your life you know you don't have to be there forever so i love this this is well, good unless america decides to change their tune i don't uh-oh. know uh-oh, uh-oh. uh-oh. <laughs> tell us where we can follow you and support you you already mentioned going to your blog is a great way to support but tell yes. people how to get to your blog and social media youtube all of that good stuff Yes. So my blog is ICanYouCanVegan.com. And from there, you can actually find links to all of my social media. So um, you can find links to, I'm on Instagram, of course. I'm on Twitter, even though I'm not, I'm on there, but, you know, (laughs) Facebook, YouTube. That's also something I'm trying to really work on. That has that has been a challenge, y'all. But I'm there. I'm I'm chugging along. So yeah, you can find me on all of those things. Same handle. I can you can vegan. So yeah. Well, it was such a pleasure as always connecting with you, and we will talk soon. I look forward to it, Monique. Thank you so much for having me today.